Listen up, this is episode 182. If only my snare drum had just a little more two kilohertz. Just a little more. Yeah. Then it would be the tone control. The drum control. The drum control. Surprise, everyone. We're pivoting to drums. Yeah, we're drums now. Get used to it. (laughs) Oh, oh, here's something we should do. Um, The opening song this week is Wrestling the Jacob Twins by Mas Machina. Guess what? I know. This is the start of the show. It's already started and you didn't know. So you think. Well, isn't it? I've been recording for a while, so I was ready to (laughs) roll. I was ready to roll. (laughs) We uh, started off strong with some gifts that I can't look away. No, actually, hold up. Um, We're going to start the show off right with some fine, fine tunes. Oh, yeah. So, as you know, we've been putting the call out for uh, the music you're working on to be the intro music for the podcast. And we have another one this week. So, from, is it Mas Machina? That's what I would say. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, The song is called Wrestling the Jacob Twins. Oh, friends, countrymen, um, uh, non-countrymen. City folk. City, yeah. Well, I I thought, I I meant... uh, for, foreigners. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! All right, we gotta let's just get out of here, you guys. <laughs> just cancel the pot. You've been canceled. <sighs> We've been canceled. Watch out, man! You're gonna get canceled. <laughs> we can't be doing that. Show's been on for. I mean, honestly, we're, we're primed for some canceling. <laughs> <laughs> Dude. Um, well, you know, you say you say that, but you just you just got some new. Uh, Derek's coming to us fresh from a live, brand new broadcast, Mike. Fresh from the Focusrite Scarlet Solo. <laughs> yeah, uh, I got a new mic, so eagle-eared listeners might notice that I sound different. Maybe I don't know. I can't. I won't know until later. <laughs> but um, I'm sure great, it'll man. sound different. This, but yeah, it's, it's like an in-your-face nice. mic. It's much. Uh, it's just nice. It's just nicer. You know, I can hear myself better, which is huge. Oh, actually. that's good. I, I, I didn't have a huge problem not hearing myself prior to this, but uh, it, there's definitely more of a real feed in my headphones, which I really like. So that's yeah. good. Um, and I'm working on some other stuff with this new interface and some new guitar gear and stuff that I, or existing guitar gear that I will be able to play pedal demos live on the show. I can plug right into this and and do the helix modeling and stuff and do the pedal demos. Because then I don't have to do it anymore. Uh, Well, except you do. I'm still probably going to do both, to be honest, because I really like doing the real demos, um, like the fully produced ones. And then also, it part of what you know dawned this whole idea was I thought it might be really fun to live stream my recording sessions for those demos. 
sometime, yeah. like on the on the weekends or something when I'm doing that. Um, I can certainly make that more of a real schedule so we have a recurring time and place. Mm-hmm. I don't know how that's exactly going to work, like on the technology side of things, but I will figure it out. That is a goal for me for the podcast for soon, like hopefully, you know, in the next few months, I want to get that rolling. Yeah, yeah. I think it'd be that's cool awesome. to come hang out and, you know, we'll we'll be doing the pedal demos yeah. and chatting and, and whatever. That's awesome. I having having gotten more into streaming and stuff now, I can say that it's not as complicated as it seems. Mm-hmm. Um, although it is sometimes complicated to figure out what the real good information is, and that's because it's constantly changing. <laughs> As far as mm-hmm. what's the best way to do this or what's the best solution for this problem? And it's like, you better put a date in that search term and you still better check carefully because you are going to get stuff from four years ago with totally, yeah. you know, it's a it's mm-hmm. a mess. But yeah, I think that's really cool. And and um, it's not very hard to set up and we could we could get that rolling. Yeah, I think it'd be super easy to do right here in Discord. Um, I don't know if that's the idea or if I want to do it bro- more broadly and mm-hmm. go to Twitch or something like that. I don't know yet. But um, Either way is fairly easy. I will also say that Twitch actually just upped their audio bitrate allow- hmm. allowance. Um, okay. Because, well, because they, they allow a separate audio feed for uh, video on demand for the after-air playbacks. Um, but you can cheat and cannibalize that and use 320 kilobits for for your mm. audio streams. Anyway, anyway, that's that's yeah. sh- shop talk. Yeah. So lots to <sighs> lots to figure out. I you know, kind of like make sure the setup allows for it and stuff like that, and then figure out if it's something people want. I guess <laughs> if yeah. no one's gonna tune in, I'm not gonna bother to to fire it up. But if that's something you're kind of thinking you might be into, let me know. Uh, I would it would be awfully validating, I guess. So um, I think cool. it's rad. I bet even uh, t- tuning in is is tough because of time, right? But I bet a ton of replay. Would yeah, that's on a good that. point. So the the VOD would be big. Mm. I think, mm. um, dude. What Bro. else is new? Um, gosh, so. In in podcast land, it's the mic and the the interface and stuff. Um, yeah. In guitar land, I bought a Helix for real, <laughs> and it came today. And uh, this was a little bit of an impulse thing. I found a really good deal on Reverb, and it came today. It's in great condition. It was not registered to the previous owner's account. What? So I was able to register it to my account, which is wild and it opens me up for future offers from line six and you know extended warranty starts today (laughs) so i mean if someone (laughs) at line six hears this and they can like go in my account and fix all that coincidentally then i guess that's my fault but it's pretty (laughs) i'm gonna beep this it's gonna be like a a 30 second long beep to save you let me me tell you how i hacked the system (laughs) so i really hacked the mainframe on that one but um, what's your serial number derek uh, it's in the basement. No, it's cool though. Like I, my line six account, I've had it forever and there's stuff on there that I forgot I ever owned, which is so funny. And like all of my service tickets for my old DL4 are in there. I haven't had that pedal oh, in yeah. like six or eight years or something like that. And it's like, man, they, they just, it's all here. It's like such a blast from the past. Yeah. So, um, 
Yeah, I got the Helix and I still have the HX Stomp and I don't really know if it's going to interact with or replace any part of my setup. But this after uh, today after work, I basically rebuilt my entire existing guitar rig on the Helix in its full wow. blown potential with some added fun stuff like a foot switch to control amp drive and a foot switch to control the delay repeats being a quarter note or a dotted eighth note based on the tap tempo. It, that kind of stuff, like you, I could work around that previously with like traditional pedals and stuff like that into mm. it at the front of an amp. But this is just so, it, it's like this one-stop shop thing. And the HX Stomp has all the same sounds, all the same amps and effects and stuff like that, but it's the interface and the usability of the big platform that changes everything. So having more than three switches, having 12 switches, and it's craziness. Yeah. Well. What's going on in the chat? You're chatting. I just <laughs> chatted one thing. Okay. I did one okay. chat. Can you just do one thing? Can you just do one? Th I just chatted one thing. Ah. Dude. I So do, do you guys remember the mattress saga? I told that story huh? on this show, right? The 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 great the great mattressing of the end of 2020. I don't remember this. You don't remember the mattressing? How we we bought new uh, new mattresses and we well hang on. My listen. wife just kept buying more and more mattresses. Really? Did I not? <laughs> I don't think I know this. And if I do, I'm really sorry because like 2020 you... was a hell of a year and I probably blocked <laughs> a lot of stuff out. But <laughs> please explain. You super okay. <laughs> Wow, I swear I've told this. You guys in the chat, like, I swear I've told this story on the podcast before um, when it was happening. But uh, the, the so chat we, agrees. You have not told this story. What? <laughs> Impossible. Impossible. The The story is our bed was, was quite old. We went to get a new mattress, and my wife did a bunch of research um, to figure out sort of we're getting, you know, from mattress in a box companies. Mm-hmm. And eventually we came down to two of them, and I said, I don't see any reason why the more expensive company is really better. Um, mm -hmm. So so, so I, I advised the, the smaller, the, the, the less expensive one, and then in the night or something, she decided to order the expensive one anyway. Or some, or she turned around the next day and was like, well, I've, I think this one's better. Okay, fine. It was sort of a little bit like, then why did you it, talk to me like about a, it? It's more expensive, so it's better just because kind well, of situation? Well, I mean, or like, it's... Because it's, I fall for that too. I mean, well, I the trick... That. I mean, she did look at a lot of comparative blogs and it's just mm -hmm. it's just tough because they're tr you're trying to give objective reviews, but you're describing comfort quality things, right? So anyway, yeah. and some of the things okay. are like... Technically, the more expensive one is more complex. Like they're justifying their cost a little bit, but it doesn't mean it's the one we're going to like better. But anyway, that's not the fun part of the story. The part is, we we ordered. We got this fancy bed. We got this bed frame that's motorized. It's two sided, yeah. so we can move them independently. Because she likes to sit up and read, and I most of the time don't. would much rather just lay <laughs> lay flat and and like yeah. read. For some reason, I don't know what's wrong with me. But anyway, um, so. They. <laughs> I just picture like she's up reading. at the ceiling. What? Yeah, and she's reading, just like doing her thing, and you're laying there wide-eyed, staring at the ceiling, just like my, raging my hand, for her to my go hands, to bed. My hands cupped at my chin. Sleep. Would you sleep, stop sleep, turning those sleep, goddamn pages? Sleep. 
<laughs> oh, it's like that meme, right? <laughs> She's like, he's oh, yeah, thinking about it, some other woman. About? And I'm in here like, if only my snare drum had a little more two kilohertz. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Anyway, so she, we order the thing. We spend a bunch, but it's like, it's it's like, do you ever see that mattress commercial with... Uh, I, it, Tina Fey was doing this commercial. I think it was for a mattress company, but she she said like, she's like, you know, it's your bed. You know, you you gotta you gotta put a lot into it. You're gonna spend eighty percent of your life in here. Mm, mm-hmm. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, I remember that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Anyway, anyway, I'm I'm combining too many jokes, and the story is getting hard to follow. But the point is, um, we order these things. We if you get two uh, twin XL size mattresses, that equals a king. And mm-hmm. that's how you get them to move independently. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, so we order the thing. They send us this. It, they, it arrives in the box. <laughs> nice gift. It arrives in the box. And, it, and I, I haul it upstairs. It's massively heavy. And I'm like, oh, my God. They sent two, uh, 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 tw- tw- you know, twin XL mattresses in one vacuum seal box. I haul it up, up the stairs. <sighs> it's ridiculous. I unpack it and out pops one king mattress. Oh my god! And the box no. is labeled Twin XL, by the way. Like it was labeled wrong and everything. So, mm-hmm. so it's unwrapping, and Ari is all excited. She's watching it fill up with air, and she's jumping yeah. on it and stuff. And then, uh, Marielle's like, "Are you serious? Are you like, serious?" Yeah. And she grabs the packing slip and she marches downstairs. And I was like, "Aria, oh, you're man. about to hear your mother say some words, okay? And <laughs> these are going to be grown-up words, and you know that you don't understand yeah. when it's okay to say those words, and that's why they're not kid words, and that's why you mm-hmm. shouldn't just go repeating them." And we do the whole thing. So she chews the people out on the phone for like a half an hour, and they need like wow. they. She sends them like a picture of it, like they, because <laughs> it's so confusing. <laughs> so then it's like, okay. We'll get this right out to you. And she's like, listen, we already took our old bed apart. We already assembled Mm. the base for the new thing. Like, we don't have a mattress anymore because you sent us this wrong thing. Like, what are you going to do about this? And the guy's like, just just sleep on it. And then, you know, we'll do the the return is like a donate, you know, because they don't actually take them back. Mm -hmm. Um, So it's like, we'll do that. And... And she's like, okay, so how fast are you getting them here? Like, you're going to, like, expedite this. Tell me it's like six to eight weeks or something stupid. Well, no, the guy literally says, well, we can't control that. That's up to FedEx. Get out of (laughs) here. It's like, what the f***, dude? No. That does not mean anything. FedEx will carry shit however fast you pay them to. Yeah. And you f***ed up. So they suck. You blew Um, it, homie. And you know what? You know what? The company is Amerisleep. Those guys. Uh, mm. Because they did not expedite shit. And here's the thing. Um, they said, we're going to get them right out to you. And like the next day, my wife just casually orders two Twin XLs from the other company, the one I suggested anyway, thinking, well, whatever, so, when so the Amerisleep like- ones are going to get here, we're just going to return all three of them. Uh, or, or decide what we which pr- we prefer, yeah. you know? We're so literally going to like, like sweet, A-B sweet them. Sweet, validation. Sweet validation. <laughs> well, except I know that I got to clean up this mess because guess yeah, what? Yeah. She doesn't, I mean, she she helps, but like mattresses don't get moved unless I move them, right? Yes, it's a physical, I know, I know that that it's a physical impossibility, like, right? Mm-hmm. So like, like it's, it's not about me being, it's not about ego and it's not about me being like a sass monster to my wife. It's like physically that's just not going to happen. So, so. It was like two or three days later that she orders these other mattresses. Well, they arrived first before the replacements mm. from Amerisleep. 
Then, like a week and a half later, one of the replacements from Amerisleep turns up. And we unpack it just to see. And sure enough, she's like, nope, I like the cheaper one better anyway. These are all going back. And now it took, it's like a matter of principle, yeah, too. <laughs> it, it took, for the for the second replacement uh, one to show up, it took like three or four more weeks. And they finally showed up, oh and she God. immediately got them on the phone. She's like, I'm not even opening the second one. I don't want any of these. Take them back. Anyway... That was the whole thing. And so I've, like, my whole upstairs, all the rooms have been filled with, like, mattresses leaned up against the wall and everything. Because I'm I'm waiting to get rid of, like, a bunch of trash. There's, like, an old mattress that's junk. And I need, I need to order, I need to order, like, a U-Haul truck and do a mm. whole run to the dump and make a giant truck dump. Because I have so much garbage. Um, old things, like, we took a futon down and the frame is all garbage. There's our old countertops that we replaced with quartz. That's all out in the backyard. It's ridiculous oh, over man. here, but I've been waiting to take care of it all for today to happen. And today is when the company that takes furniture donations for people who need stuff, well, they just got three brand new mattresses and a box spring, yeah. and one of them yeah. in box. And so they came to pick it up, and, and um, now we're, we're just going to like turn in the donation receipt and get our money back from Amerisleep and everything. So now finally Unreal. I don't have a, a house full of, of mattresses. Wow. No, you have not told that story, you, but I'm glad I you did. I can't yeah. believe I didn't tell that story on this podcast I can't podcast believe we before. didn't hear that story outside of the podcast either. How did we go like a whole year with not hearing about the mattress saga? Like we well, texted each other this all was, the time. This was like last, well, this was like in, in I, I think we did this before Christmas. I can't remember. I think it was before Christmas. Anyway, it yeah. wasn't that long ago. That's, but that's nuts. I have not had anything mattress that gate. bad, I guess. Mattress gate. Oh, <sighs> yeah. I don't have anything that crazy going on, I guess. Um, this morning, I had no, to bring just, them all downstairs and put them in the garage. That's That was my fun this morning for the guys to pick them up. <laughs> the only thing crazy, I have a lot of boxes because I, I cleaned out the closet here in my office, which was great. I found my old Line 6 Toneport UX1 that no longer works, so that's hanging around, I guess. Uh, <laughs> making room for Helix boxes Oh, that was like stuff. a little interface, wasn't it? Yeah, it was exactly a Focusrite solo. But it just—it's <laughs> not really operational anymore. So, but um, yeah, you should have seen like I, we, we're box hoarders for sure. We should start yeah. this podcast. We're box hoarders for sure. So like we just like thanks to Pedal Genie then, for sponsoring oh, okay. the Tone Control. Visit pedalgenie.com and start your wish list. Why today. start now? <laughs> Um, the, the way that this guy packed up the Helix to send it to me could not have been cheap. And uh, it was free shipping, so whatever, wow. man. It came wow. in an enormous box, and the original shipping box and all that stuff too. So it was great. Anyway, yeah, you want excellent job, best? seller. Yeah, five yeah, stars. I would, I would. Um, so thanks to Mas Machina for the intro music. Um, everybody in the chat thought it was rad. Um, mm -hmm. We are including a link in the show notes so you can hear the whole thing and find the whole album and everything like that. Um, because it's a long song, and and it, yeah. <laughs> as it was explained to me, that is super uh, uh, momentum destroying to play like a very long <laughs> song, old song at the beginning of your podcast. Um, movie suggestion.
Yeah. Welcome, welcome to the Tone Control. Movie suggestion, Sound of Metal. Derek, yeah, we clicking don't, on we don't, this. Um, we don't do this too often because I guess, I don't know, we don't watch enough movies. I don't know. Um, so this movie on Amazon, it's an Amazon Prime Video original exclusive blah, 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 called Sound of Metal yeah. is great and I think essential viewing for any music-interested person. It stars Riz Ahmed, who played Rick in Nightcrawler. Oh, he played the yes. pilot defector in Rogue One. He's a great actor. He's awesome. Uh, yes. He plays a drummer for a heavy metal band, and he loses his hearing. He goes I've, deaf. I've seen a preview for this now that you— It is tragic. This movie is so powerful and intense and emotional, but beautifully done. And the sound design to express his deafness is fascinating. Mm. They do a lot of stuff about he gets wow. the um, the cochlear implants, yeah, and stuff like that. I mean, this is not really a spoiler; it's probably in the trailer. But the way that they design the sound to mimic what he's hearing is awesome. It's so good. It's a wow. really intense. Um, like I said, it's just a powerful emotional movie. And like this is not something I think most people think about or talk about enough. But like the importance of keeping your hearing accurate and healthy is not something to like take lightly. So right. hearing protection, we don't talk about it enough. I have very good earplugs that I really love. Wear earplugs, folks. Don't don't. Yeah, up. they're cheaper. <laughs> expensive earplugs are cheaper than your ears. <laughs> yes. 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 Um, and like if you think the foam ones are crappy and uncomfortable, I don't disagree. S- splurge. Spend twenty dollars on good yeah. earplugs. You know, it's not that much money, and you will you will thank yourself later. Sound of Metal. It came out in twenty nineteen. It's it's not for kids. I will say that uh, it's really quite quite awesome. Not safe for kids. That's and NSFK. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, really, really good. I really enjoyed good, it. It's good. like sad and like leaves you kind of like, wow, what do I do with myself? But it's great. Mm, okay. Fair warning. What? Tell me about guitar playing tracking. Yeah. So last week, two weeks ago, last episode, we talked about uh, how much guitar do you play? Mm-hmm. Remember that? And yeah. I wanted to know how much guitar everybody plays, including myself, because I feel like I don't play enough guitar a lot. And, um, or as often as I used to, yeah, or with the same attention that I used to, however you want to spin it. So I started tracking and then I also realized not a great week for me to track because I am in between terms at school. So I have this Mm. tons of extra free time that I am very much intently focusing, intentionally focusing on playing guitar, especially with like gear coming in the house and stuff. So this week for me is a little bit of a atypical representation, I guess. But I averaged probably like on the days that I did play, I averaged like 45 minutes, which mm. is that's long, way, way longer than usual. Um, and I was doing like four days a week, four days out of, out of yeah, four days a week out of the last two. So um, I'm going to keep tracking that for the next episode because my term starts on Sunday mm-hmm. and that'll be like a more regular schedule for me. But I don't know. It was interesting. I also kind of forgot to keep track of a bunch of stuff. <laughs> I was like, oh, I, I'd like play. And then later that day, be like, oh, shoot, I got to write that down. How long did I play? So <laughs> um, I played astonishingly little guitar. Um, um, I think I'd been, you know, I would, I would 
strum at the guitar sometimes every other day or so. Um, but since we discussed it, the intervening weeks have, I've literally not picked You've been it up. dealing with mattresses. I've, yeah. <laughs> right. So like here's, here's Eric in the chat for work. He's a guitar instructor. Yeah. 17 hours and 15 minutes of guitar playing for work. And like, it, I think it's really crazy. Like that's important to separate the fun for yourself guitar playing from the work guitar playing, if that's mm -hmm. your job. Yeah. So he said he had almost four hours of fun playing, which I, I, I don't know if I played guitar 17 hours for work. I don't know if I'd want to like say, I want to go play guitar for me. <laughs> I don't think I would do that. That's, it sucks dick. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> I don't know what I was going to say before I read that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, things are just different now. It's so different, like, not being in an active band, you know, because of the pandemic. Because then I would have a guaranteed, like, three hours a week from band practice or something. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Two hours and would that count but as work or fun? I think it'd be fun because the band's not my job. Right. It's, the band doesn't make enough money to justify to to call it like work. I think. Yeah, it's to call it, it like work. A I guess, side hustle. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, it's for well, fun. That, yeah, isn't that the trouble with with stuff, right? Because there's this point where you want to take something seriously in that way, like capital S seriously, mm -hmm. but then um, at the same time, like you're choosing something that you're putting on that pedestal because you think it's fun. And wouldn't it be wild if you could be one of those people where that was your gig? You know mm -hmm. what I mean? Um, like being, an, you know, and, and being a musician to a certain extent, like I think every professional musician that I know personally is, it, it, is, it is a combination of things. I, I don't know anyone who is just a recording artist or a performer, right? Because it, mm -hmm. those, the people that where they can actually do it and make their entire living that way, it's, it's a, it's so rare and such an extremely slim yeah. thing and often short lived thing. Um, whereas I don't know. And, and I think the same probably goes for like sports people, right? Like the sports people who aren't destitute in 10 years are the ones that mm -hmm. figured out how other ways to make money. They're leveraging things and then they're doing investments and sponsorships and other things so that they have something else. And it's the same way, like you got to mix in teaching or something, yeah. you know, something else, right? Like be a guitar teacher and then you can also do these other things. And then pretty soon you've you're you're essentially you're a freelancer. It's a little bit, I guess, in a way like what I do, right? Like I'm I work on music, I work on some other things, and I piece this together. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, it, you know, it's, is that gig culture like a hustle right. culture? You know, um, I saw this just this last week. Um, somebody who I forget who it was. Oh my gosh, somebody who I follow on Instagram, a guitarist who I thought was that was their thing was like pro guitarist for whatever band or their solo music or whatever sure. posted, Hey, I've got an open spot in lessons this week. Mm -hmm. Send me a DM. And I was like, you're a famous person. What are you doing? Like I, I it blew me away that that person, Yeah, I wish I could remember who it was. And a famous person but, can probably command a pretty high price for lessons too. Yeah. Yeah. And like the, the, that type of lesson that's what we're doing over zoom or something where, I'm not a student of so-and-so, but I'm going to pay them for a lesson for one Saturday afternoon. Yeah. Like that gap of like, 
at least if you have a regular guitar instructor, they kind of know where you are week to week as far as skills and, and what you're practicing and stuff. But it, like Joey Landreth offers lessons on Skype. And mm-hmm. if I called him up and I was like, Joey Landreth, teach me guitar. Yeah. Like that that gap of, well, what do you already know is kind so, of the... So um, J- Jadam Levinatine says... <laughs> Uh, point uh, points out, and I wonder, like, so did Joey Landreth offer lessons before the he pandemic did, yeah. hit? Okay, okay, yeah. But but I think he's right. Like a lot of people may have added that when the other yeah, aspects of right. it slowed down. And I mean that that is part of the freedom of the gig culture thing, right? Is being mm-hmm. able, or the the free be a freelancer is what it used to be called, and mm-hmm. is still somewhat. But it, mm-hmm. that's not that's not uh, that's not a quirky thing to say, but. Um, it's really interesting though. Um, yeah. Yeah. Like piecing together your job. And, and I think I was going to say, I like, I want to be a professional musician, right? But I, I don't want all that other stuff. I want <laughs> to make a bunch of money doing what I do now. And I think that's what people fail to recognize a lot of the time. I want to get paid a bunch of money. Like I do, I want to get paid the amount I make at my job to play guitar for 45 minutes a day, <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> which is just like not going to happen. So, I don't know. It's I'm gonna try to play guitar more. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> it's a struggle, man. <laughs> it is. It is. Uh there is there is that like um when when it's your work and your for fun hobby that gets a little mixed up. And I I notice like <sighs> I, there are there is plenty of times when my wife has wanted like let's do a song together you know let's we've done these occasional things and we make a video out of it and stuff and it's it's cute we do like a cover song and we're so cute but um, I have noticed increasingly my fatigue about that like when she even brings it up I'm like Ugh. and it's because, not because I like, don't like singing and it's yeah. not because I don't like trying to do it and I don't like the way they come out I think it's it's cool. But when I picture, like, now I have to do my job For when fun. I'm not at work. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's like being asked to go back to work because it's it's fun. When it's <laughs> so so, but it yeah. is still fun. That's yes. that's so so. But the, so it's a it's a mental it's a me problem. It's a mental problem. And it's like I remember when you um, started working from home. This is this is your other job years ago. Mm-hmm. I remember you talking to me about the purposeful, intentional adjustments that you made to segment your office from your real life and yeah. all the, you know, and now of course it was, it made it much easier. I'm sure when, when you guys all had to go home from SNHU. It did. Yes, it did. Um, it's really different and diff- for different reasons now, yeah. strictly because of the pandemic, but the separate point, not really relevant right now, but yeah. It made the whole thing like I know how to close the door at the end of the day, <laughs> yeah. kind, of, kind of relevant. You had that um, part figured out. That that was easy. It was the whole like I can't see my friends thing. That was the hard part. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because yeah, I could working from home. I'm getting into it anyway. Um, <laughs> so Doug just asked me how much has your work affected your ability to enjoy just listening to music? And guys, my my recording timer is over 33 minutes right now. We do not have time to delete the rest of the show <laughs> and the rest of next week for me to talk about that. So we'll put that off. But it's interesting enough to question. Like have a feeling about like, okay, I'm going to add a comment um, just before we forget. I'm just going to comment Doug's question. 
it's I, I just it's not it's not that big a conversation, but being as this is sort of like halfway where where I would put sort of the halfway point of the show and we're we've still got like actual like news to talk, to talk about. about. <laughs> yeah. Um it's not crazy, but that's a that's a good discussion point and I have thought about that. Anyway, um mm-hmm. let's plow on here. Plow on, get it like snow. Oh, geez, you know, there's a text in, in the chat. Justin, take it easy. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to give him nightmares. <laughs> oh, God, it's happening again. <laughs> For real, though, I do feel super bad about what's happening in Texas. I'm not making fun of that at all. Uh, no, I, it's I, hard. I, several of our uh, friends in the game group have are, are uh, Texas residents, and it's been a topic. Um, I cannot imagine coping with that. I would not do well. So I hope you're doing okay, Texas. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyway. That's going to be it, right? Yeah. That's going to be the one. Okay. You're still going. This raises the question, how does anyone actually say this? I for real started to say it. I've heard it said a hundred different ways. <laughs> I don't know. Which I one didn't is know right. which one to pick. That's exactly why I stuttered. <laughs> so anyway, some company uh, created the XPND pedal board. Let's talk it's about Dario, right? Dario. I've heard D- both. D Dario. Dad Dario. Dad Dario. Dad Dario. Dad Dario. Dad Dario. So, um, the first line of this article says, do you suffer from gas? What? It doesn't really? Oh, gear does, yeah. oh, Okay. <laughs> Two-minute read. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Approximate uh, reading time, two minutes. Clock me. No, I'm just gas kidding. I'm not going to read it. acquisition s- syndrome is a problem for many musicians. So, okay. This is a telescoping pedal board. Uh, and it's oh, they're not trying to help you with gas. They're trying no, to. They're trying to accommodate. They're trying your to gas. loosen your belt, man. <laughs> <laughs> so it's telescoping. You can get it in a single or a double row. It's aluminum. It's got Velcro pre-installed. So I hope you like Velcro. Um, is the, my, I'm going to jump all the way to the end of my bullets. <laughs> Sorry, bullets that was a, that was a sassy little remark in there. <laughs> hope you like Velcro, asshole. <laughs> <laughs> well, I know plenty of people like the 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 what the, is it the, the Nachi ones, the, yeah, yeah, like the yeah, holds yeah. an easy pass. What is that called? Um, locked? No, <laughs> hook and loop. You know, no, that's Velcro. It's like it's hook and hook. It's the plastic <laughs> hook one, and, hook the, and hook, not the not the fabric one. <laughs> anyway, um, it's a yeah, male on male hook action. What is it called? Um, <laughs> is it Loctite? No, that's a different thing. It's, Loctite uh, is uh, is a is a liquid for, for yeah, threads. Yeah, no, it's not that. It's um, dual lock. That's what it is. Okay, right, dual so I'm glad lock. I spent so much time on that. Jesus Christ! <laughs> so Clock's at thirty-seven jump, minutes, Derek. <laughs> jumping to the end. Is this dumb? I thought it was dumb, and now I think maybe it's not that dumb because I I don't like having a big pedal board that's not full, and I don't like having wanting my pedal board to have more pedals than I can accommodate. So like, I think on paper, it's a good idea. And I think in practice, it might also be a good idea, but I really can't tell. You know what? It, um, it's, it's it, This gig bag looks pretty robust. 
So yeah, my comment is, for it. I feel like the downside here is purely weight. And mm. um, and you could move the Velcro. You know what I mean? If you wanted to put some other thing on there, you oh, could yeah. do it. I was kidding so, about, so hope you what's, like Velcro. But. <laughs> well, so what's going on here is I think there's one negative, and that is it weighs more than it needs to unless you have it fully extended. But after that, yeah. any guitarist who's like, I want to get into pedals, I have like two. But I want more. This is the mm -hmm. one, right? Because I, you don't want to buy like a pedal train so that you can buy another pedal train later. Or like you said, buy one yeah. that's way too big because you know you're going to want it bigger later. This is way cooler than that. Although yeah, does the bag think, accommodate, I mean, is it going to be yeah, like so the bag, sliding around in there? No, no, no. <laughs> the bag has a, um, have you ever seen a camera bag that has the movable foam inserts? It's, it's, it yeah. has that kind of construction. So there's like a Velcro pad around the inside and a divider that you can move to, um, what is the word? Oh, partition it. There you go. You can partition mm -hmm. it to the size you currently have it set to. And then there's a compartment, like a, a, the smaller section can hold your cables and power and picks and strings yeah. and all that kind of crap. So um, it's like not not that dumb. You know, it's, it's seen, I saw this at <laughs> first. I added it to the notes to make fun of it, but now I'm like, this is actually kind of cool. Yeah. So it's, you know, it, and it's aluminum, so it's not crazy heavy i guess but i mean my pedal board they got hookups in there for for power brick uh probably would just take an adapter from like to you would bolt it underneath kind of like a pedal train yeah i guess pedal train is it's just as well right you're just kind of zip tying it under there or something yeah i have a voodoo lab pedal power too that yeah. you can buy brackets for and it it matches the rail structure of pedal train and then you just screw it into the frame itself. So it's not Velcro, cool. but it, it is held in by some clips, some brackets. Mm -hmm. I'm sure something okay. like that would work here. So I was making fun of it and now I'm not, you know? You can get the XPND1 mm -hmm. or the XPND2, expand one or two. Yeah, we can say expand, right? Yeah, it's got like some locking mechanism to keep the telescoping part where you want it. Right. I don't think it quite does it. I don't think it quite doubles in length. Could, well, it, it could be a, close, but you'd you'd need a little bit left in, inserted, right, to to mm -hmm. maintain stability. Yeah, um, like the build quality would have to be insane for me to really want it. I think it's got to be really well made. It, like if it feels flimsy and or like yeah. the telescope doesn't lock that well, like I don't. That's I don't have time for that. <laughs> you know what I mean. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Like if you pick it up and it, it slides, that would be really bad. What's so so? Um, the bag. Oh, wait, 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 wait. <clears throat> um, what the hell? Somebody, yeah, so the, somebody what? just challenged me to a duel in in my space game. It's Thursday, oh. dude. You know it's Thursday. Damn, dude. Anyway, I made fun of him on the podcast. Hey, Lark. Uh, <laughs> um, Boom, roasted. <laughs> um, plus so the bag a, is... He, the yeah, okay, okay. So so I, I was about to talk about the cost, and then I got distracted by the cost of the bag. Okay, the cost of this these bad boys is... Oh, I have it in the notes. It's in euros on the site, but... Yeah, okay, uh, here, here uh, whatever. Yeah. Um, so the big one is 209 euros and 109 for the yeah. small one. Which is the, about 250 and 130-ish at the time of recording. So um, but the but the, the bag 
the two different size bags are 89 and 159. Yeah. yeah, I mean, if it's a real, if I mean, that bag, I guess it ought to have like some rigid polymer stuff in it. It's and, probably, it looks a lot like yeah. my pedal train bag where it's like a soft shell. Um, but it's a hard it's, bag, it, really. It's a hard bag, but it's got, I think it's lined with like corrugated plastic. So it's not going to fold or anything like that, but it is still yeah. technically a soft bag, um, which I like for my setup. But yeah, I, I think. It kind of looks, I don't know, it looks like it's padded. I mean, these are all renderings, too. This product isn't available yet. Oh. But, you know. I thought I was I'm looking interested. at the real thing. <laughs> I think they're all generated. Yeah, I think um, I'm interested to keep an eye on this. Yeah. Okay. It's not dumb yet. I'll say that. No. Like, it, it's I think, close. I think, it's, <laughs> I think it's, it's cool. I mean, there's so many different, um, like, pedal board things, and... Each, I I think this one has has something that nobody else has. I think it's fine. Yeah. Deciding on what size pedal board to buy when you're getting started is a weird thing. Yeah. Right. So you got to either have all your pedals on the floor and then decide. Which, like, I hope you don't need to bring them anywhere because that's that's annoying. Yeah, and I mean, why couldn't this also be useful for uh, a, a gigging musician that's changing things a lot? Yeah, Eric, with two pedal boards. Yeah, like, calling them right out. When you got when you're gonna break the thing down and rebuild it anyway <laughs> on the regular, like now you can change the size of it too. I don't know. I don't know. Shut your damn mouth, is yeah. He, he was says. he was pretty he was pretty down on this, and he's, I think uh, we're pointing uh, yeah. out to him the error of his thinking. We're pointing out to him that oh he has, he has three boards. Sorry. He has three boards. <laughs> that only makes our point stronger, idiot. Uh, I hate uh, to break it to you, but you are the target market for this. <laughs> <laughs> this was made for you. Okay. You want to talk about Pedal Genie? Yeah. Yeah. Frick. Um, sorry. I had to switch apps on my phone and now I can't get the thing to go into select mode. Okay. Here we go. Fingers at the ready. Pedal Genie is like the Netflix of guitar pedals. Rent any pedal you want for as long as you want, for one low monthly price. Shipping is included and there are no late fees or time limits. With over 1,500 pedals to try from nearly 100 different manufacturers, Pedal Genie definitely has the gear you want to try. Subscriptions start with Flex at just $19.95 a month. Try out one pedal at a time for as long as you want. Send it back when you're ready for the next one. For only $39.95 a month, the standard subscription includes shipping. So you could have a different pedal every few days. If one isn't enough for you, Pedal Genie Pro gets you three pedals at a time for only $64.95 a month, shipping included. There's a subscription for everyone and best of all, your first month is free. If you find the pedal of your dreams, the one you just have to keep, Pedal Genie will offer you a buyout option. Prices vary with the length of your membership and the type of pedal, but you'll definitely get an awesome price for the pedal in your hand. So head to pedalgenie.com to fill up your wishlist with pedals and they'll send out your first pedal ASAP. Pedal Genie, all your pedal wishes granted. A little bit of a weird night in the butt chat here in Discord, <laughs> but that's fine. They can't all be winners, I guess. Yeah, there's some serious, serious Whoa, business. Some weird things happening tonight. That's fine. Um, thanks, Pedal Genie. So, do you have a pedal, Justin? Uh, I sure don't, but I got a ship notification today. All right, cool. I have a pedal that uh, I got, I think, the day after we recorded last time. So I've had this one for a little while. It's the Echoes from Keeley. It's a delay and looper. 
uh, of the tape variety. And oh. I'm going to come out early and say, this is a great pedal. This is a this is a good one, folks. Like this is a real. Everyone a, is shocked. It's Keely a made it's Keely made a good yeah. pedal. Everybody, surprise! It's awesome. Hold on to your butts. Yeah, you hear that? You hear those clicks? That's the click of quality. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna write that down before I forget. The click of quality. Okay. So it looks like we've got five knobs on this bad boy, and one of them, much like the product we were just looking at before, uh, has no vowels in it. It says Fudbuk. <laughs> so yeah, there's five knobs. There's six jacks. This thing does it all. And it's a regular pedal size, which I think is really surprising. There's a ton of stuff in this thing. There's four jacks and, on one of the sides of this pedal. That's yeah. unreasonable. So it's got stereo in and out, and then also there's um, a TRS expression in, and then uh, like a remote or tap tempo jack as well. So you can do all kinds of crazy routing and stuff. Um, It has presets. It has subdivisions. It has a looper. We got your presets. We got your subdivisions. It loops. It echoes. It It tapes. It dices. It's the echoes. And it's, uh, it's great. So it's a tape echo with flange, tape flange, in the repeats. Yeah, right. Oh, it sounds so good, man. Wait, real f- flange. So like like yeah. a tape echo that was on two tape machines that are misaligned. Yeah. Tape flange, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Ooh. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. It's good. And like it's got, so the feedback button in the middle is clicky. The click of quality. The click of so, quality is on the... So, f- yeah, and then the mini toggle is spring loaded. So you just it, so it's on the left and you you click it to the right and it bounces straight back. So like it's like, it's like a it's like a uh it's like a scroll. You're like scrolling when you do it. Kind of. Yeah. It it <laughs> it moves through the so you hold down feedback and, it, and you toggle it over to the left and it jumps the different subdivisions. And then oh, there's okay. also like, you know, alt controls. So there's like tone and the uh the manual of the Flanger control is like an alternative control. There's the the regeneration rate and stuff like that. But then it's like the knobs are kind of pulling double duty. Um, so time, <laughs> rate, feedback, blend, and depth. So it's you kind said, of you said duty, <laughs> double duty. <laughs> it's it's got all the tape, all the delay controls, and the flanger controls right on the front, and mm-hmm. it's awesome. It it sounds really great. It's you can dial the flange all the way out too, which is nice. So you get this kind of really classic tape delay. Yeah. Uh, or you can get tons of heavy modulation with it. And it's you can slow it down so it's subtle and chorusy, or you can speed it way up till it's like vibrato territory and seasick wobbliness. Wow. Um, there's a tap tempo, it has three presets. It's really cool, man. Um, and there's a looper, which I didn't use at all because I was like, I can't like look how small it is. I'm not about <laughs> to get in with a looper on this little thing. So how do you do that? Yeah, I mean. I think you like push bypass and tap simultaneously, maybe. I'm not sure. Somebody read the just, manual. Just throw a guessing out there. Just throwing it out there. Yeah. It's $249. Uh, I would, I totally endorse this. It's, I really liked it. I made a demo almost immediately with it because I was just really excited about the sounds. It sounds really nice. Really, really nice. <laughs>
Sweet, full endorsement. That are and you two can too. Tone controls. And, and <laughs> does it really? Wait, hold on. I clicked is away. That, how many? Is that how we? I don't know. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> no, no I'm sorry. Earned. I was I was talking over you and I misheard what you said. It has earned two tone control. No, wait, it's yeah. earned. Hold on. It's earned. Uh, it's Oh, shoot. I clicked the wrong button. Hold on. It's earned uh, an Emerson and a Ginny. Oh, nice. Yes. Oh, come to Discord where friend of the show and Patreon supporter and general great guy Doug Gann has boosted the server. And now we get to do <laughs> stupid crap like have custom emojis like with our faces and stuff and our yeah. dogs. So, yes, it gets a double dog vote. <laughs> <laughs> this is fine. I like this. Yeah. Gross. And as usual, <laughs> Jadam Levinity9 doesn't like it. Surprising Classic. to no one. Classic. Hey, yeah. you know what? A conversion Thanks, rate for the ratings. Well, a, a double dog with two tone controls is a, a worth approximately 20 shillings and a chicken. What's the exchange rate to a Stanley nickel? Uh, well, Stanley nickels are the most <laughs> valuable currency, so everything is always worth 100 Stanley, Stanley... No, wait, the other way around. Everything, 100 of anything is worth one Stanley nickel. I, I didn't... No, I don't know what that was. <laughs> I don't. What is this? Good lord. Okay, let's talk about. Let's talk about. First of all, thanks, let's talk about how thanks, great Pedal Genie. Is. Yeah, thanks, Pedal way Genie. to go. Good one. Uh, good job sending me a pedal. That was great. <laughs> good job doing it's what, your job. It's what they do. <laughs> okay. Um, this is Justin. This is a very weird episode. I think it was pretty okay until. Well, I don't know. There was that whole <laughs> with the mattress. I don't know what to. I think it's now, because yeah. I can hear myself. I'm feeling like really, like you know. Oh yeah, you feeling? I'm out. I'm just like out there. I, don't know <laughs> I think you sound great. Thanks. Um, <laughs> do you want to talk? Do you want to talk about the ripped speaker from Electroharmonics? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. So my understanding is that this is a fuzz and not actually a ripped speaker. Correct. You're not buying an actual ripped speaker from Electroharmonics. Could you imagine? I wonder if they have some <laughs> laying around, though. Like, what if I wanted one? Yeah, could you call them and be like, I'd like a ripped speaker, but not the pedal? <laughs> well, okay, but if you called them asking for a ripped speaker, you would have to pretend at least to be ignorant of the pedal. So you'd have to order a ripped speaker and then complain when a pedal arrived. Right? Right, right. Yeah. And obviously you record that conversation because you're not an idiot. And then you'd have to say to your kid, like, these are about to be some adult words that you don't know how to use. (laughs) (laughs) You're going to hear your dad say some words, and these are going to be grown-up words. Words like like transparent tone. No, I'm kidding. (laughs) Uh, Words like razor blade. The ripped speaker is a fuzz pedal with old-school roots that pays homage to one of the ways... Early distorted guitar and bass sounds were made. One of the stupid ways. Well, so, but, sorry, right, I'm it, tipping my hand a little bit here. This is dumb. I don't is, know what this pedal sounds like, but if it sounds well, like a I, real I mean, ripped speaker, then it's dumb. 
Because that's you want to venture a guess what it sounds like. It sounds like a ripped speaker. So, Does it really? Because that's awful. Hold on, so I gotta I, do one of the sound the clips. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. I watched the video for it. Video is like actually really good. Um, low fuzz settings. It definitely has that like <laughs> sputtery kind of crappy ripped speaker sound, and I don't really know why people would want it. Um, it does that like broken recording console input sound yeah. also, uh, which is if that's what you want, then more power to you. Yeah. I don't think that's very desirable for me, I, at least. Um, so, cranking so in, it in, up, though, in, like, in it the realm pretty, of pretty, pretty huge when yeah. you juice this thing, though. I think it sounds really, what is happening in the chat? Oh my God. Uh, it sounds yeah. pretty enormous when, when it's like <laughs> totally raging. It, it gets more into distortion territory, a little away from fuzz. Okay. Um, so, what were you going to say? I, I was going to say to to walk back my emotional attack on this pedal and mm. by extension electroharmonics, I was going to say that this is a less stupid thing to do than ripping a perfectly good speaker. Yeah, they said in the copy here, it says like, uh, the kinds of sounds created by a razor blade applied to the speaker cone, which I think is a really weird way to put that. Mm -hmm. Like you're, you're not taping it on there. Right. <laughs> Um, so Doug just said, Doug just basically insinuated that uh, the tearing the speaker to make a fuzz tone back in the back in them days is an urban legend. Uh, well, so I don't, what do, I don't what do know we if think it's of an that? urban legend or not? I think it, I definitely had heard that, but I like I had heard that that people did that. I'd heard that that yeah. was like a Rolling Stones era thing. I think was that like one of those that, things that that's time like, frame let's damage our speakers for the sound or like it probably yeah. started because the speaker got damaged, realized the sound and then tried to recreate well, I, it. I had heard it. Well, I don't know. Maybe I'd heard the story the other way. Like we were just trying to get that. I, I, I'm not about to like fake an, an, an old British accent, but like, you know, get <laughs> that, not? get that tone, man. We'd have to get that something wild and new that nobody had done before. What if we That's, put a hole in our speaker kind of thing? Yeah, like, like so we just cut the speakers. Yeah. I mean, wasn't it so yeah, I don't know. I don't see I've I've heard this and now somebody says it like, oh, that old urban legend. And I'm thinking, well, I have no idea if it's an if it was true. I would just basically was believing it. I don't not believe it, I guess. I'm I have no Still, reason. Even to, though I just said all that <laughs> Well <laughs> Do you yeah, not I know. believe it anymore? I don't like, know. <laughs> See? <laughs> so now, well, right. What am I supposed to think? Yeah, I mean, I'm sure someone did it. And I don't know if it was <laughs> like, oh, I've heard people are ripping their speakers and it just kind of spread and then it was actually a bad idea. But yeah. the people did it and recorded it. Like, there's proof of that. And that's what this pedal is doing. So... <laughs> a rip mm -hmm. speaker has been recorded before. <laughs> <laughs> I will say, though, well, with it on higher gain modes, I think it sounds... Enormous. It sounds big and and tight. Like it's a it's a more distortion focused type of sound. Um, cool. The demo they put out is really good, and I was I was they they cranked it up and I was like, oh, I don't hate this anymore. And I, that's what made me want to put it in the notes. So take that for what it's worth, I guess. I okay. was like Doug said in the chat, like, oh boy, another e, uh, EHX fuzz pedal. That's how I felt when I saw it and. <laughs> Listening to it running hot, I was kind of more into it. So whatever, throw it okay. out there. Stacked with soul food, yeah. Okay, mm -hmm. sorry. Which is a clone type thing. Yeah, yeah. Volume, tone, fuzz, and rip. 
What are the controls? <laughs> Way to go. It's true bypass. It's a hundred bucks too. So yeah. You can't be that mad about it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't I don't think I'm I don't think I'm mad. Mm. Okay. We got one more thing for you. And I hope it's a good so Derek, did you find this? I did. Okay. Do you do you want to read it or do you want someone fresh to read it? I'll read it. That's fine. Okay. All right. Is review review reviews. reviews. It's happening. Do we have a, yeah, I so haven't made is, a theme song for this yet, but I should, right? Oh. We should have a jingle for this. Oh, a jingle contest. Jingle? <laughs> oh, yes. Yes, I'm into it. Jingle contest, review reviews, uh, maximum 15 seconds or thereabouts, you know, whatever. I'm not going to kick you out of bed, but you know what yeah. I mean? Like real short. I, I want them. It's a jingle. This isn't a song. Yeah. It's a jingle. Jingle, jingle contest con- for like, yeah. review reviews. We're reviewing... Reviews. We're not reviewing the items that are being reviewed in the reviews. We're reviewing the reviews of the items that were reviewed. Okay. Yeah. And that's, so get it right. The the prize is that your song gets to be used in the episodes that we feature review reviews. Uh, that's it. Yeah. And we just yeah. made this up right now, and yep. that's. Uh, okay. And the contest runs from now until we find one we like. Yeah, and, and, that's, and you can that's the, end of the other thing. It's an ongoing <laughs> thing. You can be dethroned if we find a better one. That's right. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> the the contest never ends. <laughs> yep. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So And if we dethrone review, you, we might bring you back later because uh, that'd be fun. <laughs> yeah. Okay. This okay. review is for the Fender Frontman 10G electric guitar amplifier uh, on Amazon. It's uh, the title of the review is Good Amp, five stars from Bluesman. Oh, Bluesman, let me have it. Bluesman. I'm a musician of some 50 plus years, not to be confused with a good musician. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. Like, I appreciate his candor. Anyway, uh, I know a few things. I've had a number of amps, big and small. I have most of my gear in our man cave. Wife happy. (laughs) (laughs) but I like upstairs so an acoustic has to do (laughs) okay sorry bought this little guy to keep peace it absolutely fit the bill great sound decent overdrive loads of volume no reverb bummer but nice price well worth it easy to stow Bride still happy, me too. 201 people found this helpful. This is a really sincere review. Um, so I think... <laughs> For me, he's losing points by this. talking about man cave. Um, I, yeah, I hate this whole thing of like, go to keep the wife happy. Like, go to hell. Like, just have a decent relationship with your spouse already. Christ's sake. I, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, what, was the, I, what was the man cave comment from uh, Schitt's Creek? Oh gosh! I remember, don't remember. She, she's always taught. Oh god, I I meant to keep that one in my brain forever. But she she says man cave, but in different words, and she's the best. Oh man, uh-huh. never mind. I shouldn't have brought it up. Okay. Now I sound stupid on the show. But whatever. <laughs> now, 
<laughs> yeah, there he is. Yeah. So, um, okay. Um, so, like, yeah, I just hate the whole thing of like happy wife, happy life. That's no way to live. And However, it is. It does make the point in his review. Yeah, that's a good point. It does. Yep. Um, his his whole review is based around keeping the peace with his wife, who apparently doesn't tolerate his guitar playing, or he would prefer to be annoying upstairs to her. I guess I don't know. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like that that rubs me the wrong way. When I was I've said this before on the show. When I was getting married, I was like approached by people that gave me this like. Don't kind of wait. Attitude. Wait, I could do it. Oh, Derek, <laughs> the old ball and chain. Am I exactly. right? Yeah, women, huh? I hate it oh, so much. It's so stupid. Can't, can't live with them. Yeah, it, yeah. It's all that I got approached a few times by different people with that stuff, and that's what this review reminded me of. Like, just you gotta. <laughs> If your relationship is like that, that's bad, man. Yeah, that's not, that's not a good relationship. <laughs> also, so I, uh, if your if your wife or spouse, I, let's let's you know, okay, if your yeah. if your if your persons, if the persons you live with uh, are annoyed by how loud you're being, you're being too fucking loud. Yeah, figure out a solution so that you don't bother people with your life. Like, come on. <laughs> yeah, if your life is annoying to others, right? So <laughs> Jesus. It's, yeah. And maybe it's as simple as having a conversation with your loved ones. Be like, look, the loudness is important to me. I didn't expect this, but it is, you know, it, it is yeah. my calling, whatever. And I, you gotta go. You gotta go. Have a heart to heart about that. Be like this. Is- <laughs> You're out. <laughs> right. So in the chat, <laughs> they haven't invented headphones yet. <laughs> well, okay. But is the, the amp, um, is this a? I mean, that is that the deal? Like this amp has has a headphone. Is that why he's? It he does can, have a headphone out and an aux in. So like it's got. That's probably why he's able to. He's 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 cool. He's like I didn't want to play my acoustic. I guess I can play electric quietly and less annoyingly or something. Yeah, yeah <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. So like, this this is the thing. I I definitely didn't want to have all of our review reviews be five stars, and I don't think this is a five star review. No, I think this is a three star review or. Three and a half? Sweetwater gives halves. half. Can we do halves? Yeah, why not? Doug we can take an average. We take an average of the chat. <laughs> two and a half. I think it's I think see, I think it's a good review. I didn't like the man cave and then we just mm-hmm. riffed on it for ages. But the bottom line is I would never in a million years put anything about man cave in a review. Yeah. I know why he did it and it made the point, but for me that he loses a star for that. He should have just found like a not insulting way of talking about that. And I would not have put my wife's opinion in either. I, I would not have put like unless it's my wife thinks this sounds great. I guess. Or like my wife is happy that I'm happy. Or so you know <laughs> I, I wouldn't I wouldn't put in for your information. Like, <laughs> in case you were wondering. I, I would not put in like So what are you giving him? I'll give him three, I guess. Okay. Uh, Because the stuff I do like, 50 plus years not to be confused with good, that's great. Yeah. You know, like, that's going to be me. (laughs) (laughs) It's going to be me. (laughs) It's already me, except for it's close. Most of my gear in. See, here's an interesting thing, though. Our man cave. Yeah. So maybe maybe they're a little better off than we thought. 
Well, okay. So, but, but, okay. Wife happy. <laughs> Wife happy. Calling it a man cave is the thing I have an issue for. It's not yeah. having purpose-built rooms in your house because that's what's going – like the man cave. Like what are you – is this like a cooties thing? That's mm. what that's what drives me crazy. I'm like, are you eight? Like no girls allowed? Are yeah. you going to go pull her hair? Like shut up. It's just mm-hmm. a place where you do – you know, where it, it's a room suited for some of the activities that I like that the other rooms in the house aren't suited for. The room you're, I'm in right now. Yeah, I would your not sex call dungeon. This, this slash podcast studio. <laughs> slash, <laughs> <laughs> slash home office. Like I would not. <laughs> I, I don't call this my man cave. I don't call the basement where my guitar gear is a man cave either. It's just. Really, the guitars dominate that room though. So if anything, it would be a guitar cave. It's also the basement where it's like the furnace is in there and stuff. It's just the basement, you <laughs> the know. Furnace <laughs> cave. <laughs> so, so I think I think what we're our, the takeaway here is um, every room in your house is a cave, and it's yeah. just like the kitchen my, cave. My, I got my TV cave. <laughs> I got, my, got my couch my, cave. My dining cave. <laughs> my toilet cave. <laughs> A bed cave. Uh, <laughs> no, your bed is a chamber. My bed chamber. Oh, of course. Sorry. Mm. <laughs> a chamber cave. <laughs> well, that would be if you had a re- if your house had a reverb chamber. That would be your chamber <laughs> cave. My reverb chamber cave room. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, we're spiraling pretty bad. This is a weird episode. Okay. It, it was. I think it was a good one. I felt really good the whole time, except for the part where I was having to repeat. No, you know what? <laughs> Telling the story about the mattress story is not actually the worst part. The worst part is when I dragged on for like five full minutes trying to convince you guys that I'd already told the story when apparently I had not. That <laughs> no, was the bad ever. part of the episode. Well, what would have been better is if you were like, I didn't uh, tell you this, and then like going the whole thing. I didn't tell you that <laughs> like over and over instead of just like getting to it. <laughs> Okay, listen. (laughs) Listen, it's time to wrap up the show. This is the Tone Control. It is a podcast, and you probably already know that because you've been listening to it. But what you might not already know is that it is also a Discord channel where you can come and hang out and chat with us about all the crazy stuff that's going on in the worlds of guitars and other sorts of things. And there's plenty of other channels because we talk about all kinds of weird stuff. And um, you... Can uh, You can join in there. You can also head to patreon.com slash the tone control. I always forget whether it has a the in it or not. <laughs> patreon.com slash the tone control to become a supporter of the show and, um, you know, help us help us help you. Help us by giving us a, a, a little bit of money each month that we will... I'm really falling on my face here that we will yeah, just decide eventually to do something with. Um, and well, we've been so able like to do a couple of fun things already yeah. and hopefully more in the works. So we've said before, uh, mm-hmm. the cost of this show to us is not zero. So it helps with that. It helps mm-hmm. with things like, you know, paying for, uh, the, the domain and the hosting and stuff like that. Um, but it also helps us facilitate giveaways and raffles and contests and that fun stuff. And, uh, we bought ourselves these cool articulated microphone arms and, and stuff to just enhance the podcast experience. Enhance. Uh, enhance. Zoom. Enhance. enhance. And we like to put take that Patreon money and put it right back into the podcast in some form or another. So yeah. um, 
For a dollar a month, you get our unconditional support. You get cool access to stuff on Patreon, the platform, which is uh, blog posts and surveys and and just and behind the scenes info and stuff like that. And a shout out here in the show in just a second. And then for two bucks a month, you get all that stuff and you get a fancy role in Discord that allows you access to the secret booth, the secret recording chamber, <laughs> the recording cave, <laughs> uh, where you can listen to us record the show live every other Thursday at 8 p.m. Eastern. And what's what we're doing now. So you hear us like, oh, in the chat, blah, blah, blah. You can comment and and send butt gifts and uh, ask questions and and send links and stuff while we do the show and we can all engage and stuff. It's really fun. So... Justin. I think I oh I have to do it again. You just love oh, I'll when do I, it. I can do it. No, I you just love when I do it. You do. Because of how, how good a job I this? do. You want to tag team it? Uh, yes. Start? I'll do every other. Okay. Uh supporters for this week's episode include Ryzen Wolf. Andrew Walsh. Jamie Evans. My Google just woke up. <laughs> Did you hear that? Your Google is not a supporter of the show. Where did we leave off? <laughs> Uh, Jamie Evans, Jeffrey Wright, Doug King, Doug Gann, Righteous Ryan Johnson, Steve Huffman, Jonas Sabatini, Eric Giraboni. <laughs> pause for effect. The, the OG, of fr- pause. OG friend of the show, Brian Rizzi, Doug Christ of 37 Effects, Sean Wright of Lollygagger Effects, and Brian Gower and Kyle McIntyre of the Tone Jerks Podcast. Podcast. Not plural. Um, no, they've done more than uh, one. Of of which we're like in cahoots with. So something's working up with them. Maybe. Yeah, possibly. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe more. two more weeks will go by before we <laughs> plan something. <laughs> Those guys talk on Facebook. I have trouble with that. Yeah. Dude, Brian showed up in Discord. He was doing some other podcasts in Discord. And I was like, there's no excuse for you to not be here anymore. <laughs> I know. Well, he's been, he like popped in and said like one word one time. Yeah. And then he, he blames like, you know, being too old for it or something like that, I guess. There's but, no um, way. There's anyway. no way. So yeah, come hang out. Um, thanks to all the Patreon folks. You guys are the best. Um, I'm trying to engage with that platform a little bit more. We posted some cool behind the scenes pics of our workstations when we are podcasting and stuff. Because also if you're in Discord, you can see our faces, which mm-hmm. might be weird. Like when you see your see a radio host yeah, face, we, it's we, like oh, we, <laughs> we, pl- we record in video for no reason. Actually, it helps it helps us realize when what something we said wasn't funny. It also helps when we realize, uh, like, if our internet dropped out or, like, <laughs> or it's, it's a mixed bag. <laughs> <laughs> it helps uh, determine if someone needs to vamp. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, okay. Yeah, cool. Uh, Thanks. It's the tone control. Bye. It's the tone control. Thanks so much for, for hanging out, and, and we'll see you in, in a couple of weeks. And um, thanks for listening. Uh, man, I wanted to do something. To, yeah, I wanted to do something with the cave thing, and I couldn't come up with it. I, oh, I, um, hmm. this broadcasting from the tone cave. Nope. Sure. See, it's terrible. That, that's, that's tone control 1.0. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just fade us out. Okay. <laughs> like, do we keep talking while it fades? Yeah, I think that's. We're just like by now the music's really loud. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're just talking over it. So really crumbled apart. <laughs>